Welcome to today's Tax Talk. I am your host. I'm attorney Stephen Leahy. Uh, today is Crypto Tuesday, and we're going to talk about the El Salvador experiment. We're going to look at the markets, talk a little bit about the Department of Justice and what they're doing. So stay with us, won't you? Oh, I always want to tell you, today is Tuesday, uh, October 12th, year of our law, Lord, 2021. Happy birthday, Jim. So here we are on Tuesday, Crypto Tuesday, talking about crypto. Uh, you know, the lot's been last week we did on our Crypto Tuesday. We talked about the eruption in uh, El Salvador. There's, you know, until today I didn't see this uh, this article that came out about how that experiment's going. You know, as you might remember, it's been less than a month now since uh, El Salvador has made. Bitcoin legal tender in that country. And uh, as we mentioned last week, that they're they're trying to get more uh, mining, green mining through the um, through their volcanoes and geothermal uh, creation of electricity and that and that whole industry trying to give this country a boost and uh I think it's interesting to find out where they are. But I always like to begin the Crypto Tuesdays with an analysis or a review of where the market is, since we all know that it's very volatile. Um, so let's find out where the where the market is. Uh-oh. Uh, okay, so here we I always like to go to uh, coinflip.tech. Uh, and their and their market page to look at the market. You can see here that the uh, they have the the main three: uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin. Uh, and this is just the last twenty four hours. Um, the the price and the the price now. Uh, Bitcoin's up to fifty six thousand dollars, fifty six five eighty three. Uh, Ethereum's three thirty five fifteen twenty six, and Litecoin one hundred and seventy three. So. Let's let's take a look at the last seven days because it was seven days ago that we were together, and uh, we'll look at this. So you see that Bitcoin has made some some uh, uh, gains in the last week, uh, pretty steady gains actually. Uh, and then let us look at Ethereum, and that a little bit more volatile, uh, a little down for the week, but actually just about where they started, uh, and then. I don't know if we want to do Litecoin. I will do it because it's on the front page. So let's talk about Litecoin. It's down here somewhere. There it is. And Litecoin, uh, much more volatile, a little lower than where it started last week. Uh, it makes sense. They have a lot less cap uh, market. Uh, and so that, that it would be much more uh, <laughs> the ups and downs, the roller coaster would be much more volatile. Uh, in that in that coin than the other two coins, uh, but I always like to start there to give us an idea because that 
sometimes it does give us an idea about what's exactly happening in the market, in the crypto market. Uh, you know, the, oftentimes it's the volatility, it's the volatility, volatility that gets the most uh, press. Um, what, so let's talk a little bit about, as I mentioned, I talked a little bit about uh, um, El Salvador and what's going on in El Salvador. And so let me pull this up here. And it's kind of an amazing, it's kind of amazing what's going on there. So let's go, let's go there. Uh, in El Salvador, here, this is, in, remember now, it's less than a month, less than one month of making, uh, starting the, their uh, wallet, the Chivo wallet, uh, which means cool. And the Chivo wallet, which the uh, which they put a couple of dollars in if anybody wants it, and they can download it for free. Uh, and so in El Salvador, more people have Bitcoin wallets than a traditional bank account in just one month. That's amazing. Uh, and whole, the whole point was to get people into the system um, in that country, and it looks like it's working. So let's read the article. Customers wait to use Chivo Bitcoin automated teller machine at Plaza Salvador del Mundo um, on Wednesday, September 29th. The government's new digital wallet called Chivo was designed to facilitate Bitcoin transactions, making it easy for users to top up their balances and switch instantly between dollars. On September 7th, El Salvador's Bitcoin law granting currency legal tender. So again, September 7th. Just one month ago, uh, granting the currency legal tender status went into effect. Remarkably, in just one month, there are more Salvadorians with Bitcoin wallets than traditional bank accounts. After El Salvador president announced that the country would adopt Bitcoin as an official currency, there were doubters at home and abroad. Opponents of, it, of the government protested the move, vandalizing one of Chivo ATV ATM machines that Salvadorians can use to exchange Bitcoin for U.S. dollars. Um, a columnist for the Wall Street Journal described the Bitcoin law as a scam, mocking Chivo's rocky start. Like, you know, again, our own, con our own government trying to implement something on the Internet uh, web page. Remember the Obamacare fiasco. It appears, however, that supporters of the Bitcoin law may have the last laugh. Three million people have downloaded the Chivo a Bitcoin wallet, amounting to 46% of the population. By contrast, as of 2017, only 29% had a bank account. It's amazing. Notably, Salvadorians appear to be converting U.S. dollars into Bitcoin and holding on to the digital currency. The incoming U.S. dollar quadruples the outflow. Um, the Chivo numbers don't tell the complete story. Salvadorians don't have to use Chivo. The government's officially sponsored Bitcoin wallet if they don't want to. Any Lightning Network-enabled Bitcoin wallet, such as the Bitcoin Beach wallet or Jack Mahler's Strike, can be used to interact with Salvadorian merchants. Bitcoin adoption is likely to continue to rise in El Salvador. On September 29th, uh, the president announced that Chivo had negotiated with the largest gas stations in the country to reduce the price of gasoline by 20 cents per gallon for those who pay through the app. That's a that's on top of the $30 in seed money that the government has deposited in each of the accounts. Uh, there remains hurdles to universal Bitcoin usage in El Salvador. Merchant adoption remains gradual. Uh, doesn't 
makes sense, right? I mean, you can't really just jump into it. Uh, a survey by the Salvadorian Foundation for Economic and Social Development found that 93% of Salvadorian companies repeating, reported receiving no payments in Bitcoin. And the Chivo wallet enables instantaneous conversion of Bitcoin to the to and from dollars, obliviating the need for consumers to spend or save in dollars if they don't want to. Nevertheless, the wide adoption of the wallet is impressive, especially in comparison to the traditional banking. Very surprising so early in the game, especially in September when Bitcoin's price did not ap appreciate. More, most importantly, the impact of Chivo is likely greater among low-income Salvadorians who have access to smartphones but not banks. Among El Salvador's two poorest uh, quintiles, many of whom live in rural areas, only 6% have bank accounts. If El Salvador's poorest can benefit from Bitcoin, everyone can. So this is, uh, again, I think that's an important uh, article um, about about the El Salvador, and we're going to keep we're going to keep um, reviewing and going back to that story because we do. I think it's an important story. It's an experiment. That's why we call it the the El Salvador experiment, and we'll keep reporting on that experiment as it progresses. Uh, again, it's only been a little over a month, and uh, forty some percent of their population now has the wallet, and and that means they have money. And as as any merchant. You know, very few are using are accepting it, but where the money is is where the merchants will go. And if they are, if the money if people have the money in the wallet, well, then they'll start accepting that. And I would assume that that's going to happen very, very quickly. Um, initially, I was, I was uh, wanted to talk about the Department of Justice and their new um, task force on going after cryptocurrency, and uh, and so let we'll we'll do a little review on that. Uh, here too. Um, so a scrutiny of cryptocurrency expands. Justice Department forms a new enforcement unit. The new team will investigate and prosecute criminal misuses of cryptocurrency. Uh, as the QS government continues to expand its scrutiny of cryptocurrency, the Department of Justice has hatched a new unit dedicated to its policing. It seems like every month, every week we have a new government organization that's seeking to regulate some or all of this uh, phenomenon, uh, the cryptocurrency exchanges, the, the, uh, the way it's used, who can, how it's taxed, all of that. Uh, the National Cryptocurrency Enforcement Team, that's a very nice name, isn't it? Uh, uh, introduced Tuesday by Deputy Secretary Lisa uh, will investigate and prosecute criminal misuses of cryptocurrency, particular crimes committed by virtual currency exchanges, mixing and tumbling services, and money laundering infrastructure actors. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, but as an aside, the, um, there was recently a Navy uh, engineer that was corralled trying to share na uh, nuclear secrets with the foreign government that turned out to be the FBI. Uh, they insisted on being paid with cryptocurrency, and the FBI had paid them tens of thousands of dollars in cryptocurrency. Okay, the NCET will draw on expertise from the criminal divisions, money laundering and asset recovery section, its, its computer crime and intellectual property section, and other sections within the DOJ criminal division. Seems like some one of those criminal divisions would cover this, don't you think? Uh, but again, this is the attention that the cryptocurrency is getting throughout the government. 
Uh, and also, again, I think it really goes back to the taxes and how they control and track who is using crypto and tax. So it's first you got to track it before you can tax it. As the technology advances, so too must the department evolve with it so that the so that we're poised to root out abuse on these platforms and ensure user confidence in these systems. I don't I don't know how much user confidence they want. The announcement details the crypto criminal activities of greatest interest to the government, which include ransomware payments, money laundering, and illegal money services, as well as cryptocurrencies used in the dark markets to pay for illegal drugs, weapons, and hacking tools. The, the announcement doesn't include details about staffing or budget. The DOJ didn't immediately respond to a request for comment. I can say that it's fully, uh, fully funded <laughs> would be my guess. Uh, the launch of the NCET comes in the wake of the U.S. Treasury sections, sanctions on SUEZ, a Russian crypto exchange. It has accused of facilitating financial transactions for ransomware actors. The Digital Currency Initiative was created in 2018 to focus on cryptocurrency investigations. Its mission was to expand the DOJ's expertise and cap capacity to investigate illicit cryptocurrency activities. The NCET can be seen as the next phase of that effort. And again, I don't think this is another area that we're keeping an eye on uh, of the continued uh, regulation Creating creating new government entities in uh, in order to track and tax again uh, crypto. It has been used as a boogeyman to uh, to justify many, I think, intrusive measures. Uh, the banking, for instance, uh, bank statements that I've talked so much about on this on this uh, show, uh, and so I think that this is one of the the ways that they can convince us. That, that we need to forget, forego our currency, I mean our privacy, in order for them to gain access to uh, these and tax them. Um, I would prefer my privacy, and I think many uh, of us would. I believe that it's, a, a, it's an infringement of our Fourth Amendment rights, my own opinion. And again, some, maybe I can give an opportunity to, to put that to a court challenge, because I believe it should be challenged. Um, but uh, so I wanted to thank you so much for, for joining us today. I wanted to let me put my uh, El Salvador flag up because this is my El Salvador Bitcoin. Ah, forgot to put my my Bitcoin background up, too. So uh, my cryptocurrency Tuesday uh, back backdrop. <laughs> so um, so anyway, I, I wanted to again, thank you so much for joining us. We will be we will be here um, again tomorrow. There goes the the crypto Tuesday background um, so and so won't you join us for tomorrow remember that uh, if you're having IRS problems for crypto or any other reason then you should get a copy of my book deal with your IRS problem today go to freeirsbook.com freeirsbook.com and we're going to ask you to to like and uh, subscribe uh, to our channel so like us on Facebook, subscribe on, Fa on YouTube. If you subscribe on YouTube, leave a, a, a comment and I will respond to that comment. Uh, we want to thank you so much for joining us. Uh, oh, I also want to mention I was on, uh, I was on Sean, ha uh, Sean Thompson's show today uh, on 560 AM, The Answer. I was on um, 
Karen Conti's radio show on WGN uh, 720 on on Sunday. And last Tuesday, I was on uh, Dan and Amy's show on 560. So I I hope you can catch me on those radio stations. If you have any questions, call me at 312-664-6649. Again, it's 312-664-6649. I want to thank you for joining us. And I look forward to to, uh, being with you again tomorrow. Thank you. Out. Uh Out. Not out yet.